Yes, Culture File is back with the autumn winter collection. And perhaps not as surprisingly as it should be, the collection features some cats dressed in Versace, which you'll have seen if you took a look at the Culture File Twitter feed at Culture File Pod. The images, which are worth a look, were created by a certain composer, artist and Culture File correspondent. Or were they? We may know by the end of the latest edition of Jennifer Walsh's Things Know Things. on what parts of the internet you frequent, you may have witnessed a certain type of image flooding your feed over the summer months. I'm not talking about snaps of sunny beach holidays or hikes in the west of Ireland. I'm talking about images of, for example, a robot reclining on a couch as if painted by Van Gogh or a photorealistic picture of Michelangelo's David wearing hot pink headphones, or what looks like a design for a chair made out of avocados. I'm talking about images created by artificial intelligence. These images might be arranged in small 3 by 3 grids or appear singly in your feed. They might look like photos, or watercolours, or oil paintings, or medieval tapestries, or any other artistic medium you can think of. They might look like they were painted by Manet, or snapped by Ansel Adams, or drawn by an animator at Studio Ghibli. What unites them is that they were all generated by AI. These images are usually accompanied by deep excitement and hashtags identifying the algorithm that generated them. AIs such as Doll-E, Mid-Journey, Stable Diffusion and Crayon. But most crucially, the images are usually accompanied by a short piece of text, which is the prompt that generated them. Prompts might be very simple, such as cats modeling Versace clothes, or they might be more technical, such as macro 35mm photograph of a sneaker popping a skateboard, bokeh effect, dim lighting. Quite often, the prompts function as jokes in and of themselves. I'm assuming that for the listener, cute coronavirus movie by Pixar or Mar-a-Lago FBI raid Lego set work, even on the radio. The prompt is crucial to understanding the context of the images, but also how the networks function. Because if I want to generate an image using DAL-E, for example, all I need to do is sign into the website, type my prompt into a text box and press enter. In less than a minute, I get four results. If I don't like what I see, I can rework my prompt refining cats modeling Versace into cats modeling Versace in a GQ photo shoot styled by Edward Enenful at the cliffs of Moher on an autumn day and see what that produces. The process requires zero coding ability. If you can type text, you can use these networks. I can't stress this enough. All you need to be able to do is express the image in natural language. It opens up image generation to anyone with internet access. Doll E, mid-journey, stable diffusion. These are stunning achievements and they mark a paradigm shift in the history of art. 
And here, at the end of this hot AI summer, I'm wondering what this means for art, for artists, for the students who will start studying art and music at university in only a few weeks. The companies who made these networks are already talking about text-to-video and text-to-audio generation. If everyone can produce an exhibition worth of images, or a film, or a piece of music with only a few lines of text, then new forms of art, new aesthetics, new ways of evaluating how and why we value art, how and why we make art, are inevitably going to emerge. A lot of artists are going to lose their livelihoods, even as a lot of new people are going to be able to make art for the first time. Last week, Jason Allen, the president of a tabletop gaming company, won first prize in the Colorado State Fair's digital art category using an image generated by Midjourney. Allen made much of his input into the project, stating that he had used a quote-unquote special prompt, which he would reveal at a later date. And it occurs to me that this is what a lot of art is going to be over the next while. Prompts. We are all writers now. Jennifer Walsh's Things Know Things. And if you'd like to catch up on a year in things, the current edition of the Culture File Weekly, now available to podcast and from the Lyric site, features just such a gathering.